All right, welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust podcast. My name is Malik Howard. This is a special, special, special podcast. I got my boy all the way from uh, Denver, Fort Worth, <laughs> Jersey, uh, China, <laughs> Africa, Maryland, all, Maryland <laughs> all the above, my boy Damien. What's up? What's up? What's up? Introduce your boy that's in the crowd. Hey, everybody, my boy CJ, So What, ENT, is in, in the, the crowd. Is in here, too. Um, so I'm sure he'll have some input, and you'll be able to hear it on the camera as well. Um, and here's some music and things to check out. And we'll, uh, I'll be sure to put that uh, at one of the segments um, towards the end. What's sure. up? Um, well, yo, bro, we definitely didn't have, like, nothing planned for this. We walked into this space, and it was like, it's crazy. We were just vibing in Maryland. Like, it was nothing. Like, it, it was kind of weird. Like, ever since, like, the, the first moment, like, we kind of, like, walked on campus. And I, I was a, you were the first person I saw mm-hmm. um, doing yeah. room checks. And I was like, yo, all right, I'm good. Like, once I saw something, it's weird how, like, as black people, we know when we see someone that looks like us in, sure. in, in any setting. So we were like, yo, I know I'm good. I'm, I'm going to, I, like, I recognize this dude, but I don't know from where. But then for somehow our circles were so intertwined from, like, and it makes no sense how, no sense. how close nah, our circles no are inter, inter, intertwined. But before we get into that, um, I really wanted to start off, but, like, you know, we've talked with uh, other people's journeys on this podcast, you know, how they started and how they got to school and then where they're at now. But I think no one's story is more interesting than like yours of like how the hell you ended up in Jersey. So like, <laughs> let's start off like, all right, um, like, you know, where were you raised and like your upbringing? How was that? So I was raised in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I was raised actually by my grandpa, my, my aunt. Um, I didn't know my mom, uh, which mm. is weird, right? Because most people know who their mom At is and they mom. don't know their dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I somewhat knew my dad, but he wasn't really around. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grandpa made sure that I was straight, you know what I'm saying? My aunt took care of me. My aunt was still young when she was, you know what I'm saying, taking care of me. So yeah. she was still partying. Like, you got CJ. She's like, she was like, even like middle school, high school, all of that. She was out yeah. partying like I was partying. So it wasn't really much rules kind of set in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did get in a lot of trouble. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did get in a lot of trouble, but we learned a lot as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I think... I've always been like, you know what I'm saying, a go-getter, a hustler type of thing. Yeah. Um, I, You would always talk about, like, you know, like, in those past, it's weird how, like, you know, we kind of grow up in disadvantaged and, and poverty, impoverished um, settings, mm-hmm. but that's a totally different setting. Yeah. You know, like, I grew up in Jersey and, and, and in Philly and that, in those areas. It's something different when you're in Fort Worth, Texas. Bro, because there's nothing struggles. around, bro. Like, if, yeah. you, if you think about it, you're in Jersey, but there's so many opportunities in Jersey. Yeah. Um, we was in Fort Worth, bro. Ain't no opportunities but learn how to fight. That's yeah. that's about, that's the biggest opportunity you gonna get yeah. is to learn how to whoop some ass. Wow. But other than that, like we ain't got no like TV stations around. We ain't got you know what I'm saying. All of the rappers we got, they either getting killed. Shout out to R.I.P. Mo Three. Yeah, um, yeah. All of the you know what I'm saying. All of the good rappers we have upcoming. You know what I'm saying. They get knocked off, X'd out, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, at Fort Worth, you know what I'm saying. We you know I love my city to death, but they a little grimy sometimes. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Um, I think one crazy thing is they don't support their own artists, so that's why we 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 struggle. Yeah. Um, to come up, w- regardless of what you do, you can be a singer, you can be, you know, an artist, uh, yeah. um, a painter, a drawer, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. Bro, that you you struggle to come up because you don't have that support. Yeah. There's nothing around you that's, you know, telling you, oh, you can do this. Yeah. So within like the art, so you're saying like there's nothing to do. I mean. There's always something to do, but it's, it can be. It, it's, um, most of the time, it's bad. Bro, um, yeah, it's, but you just getting in trouble. Yeah. So then, in the school system, though, like, <laughs> did you feel like, like, all right, you're in school, but like, 
there's a life after school with, or just like Hell I'm going nah. to school and this is it. This Bro, is just let me moment. tell you, let me tell you. And CJ in the audience, y'all, he my witness. School is more of like a survival mode. Like you know what I'm saying. We was just we was living day to day to try to figure out. I like I never thought about okay where I'm gonna be three years from now. I thought about okay what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Yeah. Because no day in school was the same. Mm-hmm. No day in school. Yeah. Like education was like the bottom of my list. Mm-hmm. Don't, didn't nobody care about reading. But yeah. we had to share math books. And I mean, in seventh and eighth grade, we had to share math books with three other people because we didn't have enough. The teacher quit in the middle of the of the year and just sat down in class because the kids were just too bad to teach. Dang. So there's. There's just no, like, it's not an environment for learning at all. Oh, absolutely like, no... not. Absolutely not. And if there is an environment, it's like they're in their own class. Like, they have their own they, class for that. And even then some. Yeah. <laughs> like, you had, like, AP classes and yeah. things like that you can get yeah. in. But, like, didn't nobody care about that? Yeah. Like, we didn't really, like, that was, like, even a known thing. Yeah. Do you, Did you feel like, okay, since you weren't getting that um, in, in, in school, did you have, like, any, like, I'm sure there was role models, like, positive role models that made a positive yeah, impact yeah, on yeah, you, I did. I have, regardless of it? Yeah, I had some positive role models. Uh, like, one of the positive role models that I had was Mr. Brown. Yeah? Uh, yeah, he was actually a teacher. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Brown would do things like, you know what I'm saying, teach me how to drive, because I had nobody at home to teach me how to drive. Uh, okay. um, he would let me sleep in class, because by the time I was in high school, I was working, like, two jobs. By the time I got to my senior year, I was working three jobs. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So he'll let me sleep in class yeah. to take that nap because, you know, I was probably wasn't arrested. Um, so, like, th- those, it was like glimpses of yeah. like, like those leaders. figures. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a, a lady named Bethany White Turner, which was our theater department teacher. Mm-hmm. So I did something great for her, which was I put the theater department on at the high school. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to this shit, the school we went to was pretty much like an HBCU. Yeah. Nobody was like into that, you know, theater and stuff. Everybody got to be the hardest person walking. Yeah. Um, I kind of just stepped out of that. Me and this other game, uh, Jamia, uh, we both uh, joined the uh, theater team yeah. or the theater department. And that brought a lot of people to come out and, and vibe with us. You know, yeah. I always had a, a lot of love. Yeah. Um, so people just come out and vibe and everything like that. And because of that, um, that teacher actually got me into school. Yeah. So then once you, okay, pick it up on that. So then once you are in that setting, you're born and raised mm-hmm. in Fort Worth, right? Born and raised. So born and raised, how do you then be like, all right, it's my senior year. People are choosing other paths. Some people are not even making it to their senior year. Oh, 100% dropping, people not making it to their senior year. just dropping <laughs> out. Um, so then what is it that you're like, all right, I can go to college, but let me go to college all the way somewhere on the East Coast. Shit, I didn't. So what happened was is that, mind you, when I got so – you know a story about the good when somebody say, mind you. <laughs> mind you. <laughs> when, I, when I got to senior year, let I had never – Let me tell nev- you what happened. Was. Yeah, I had never got – I had never went on a college tour. Never, no school I have ever visited. Even when I applied to universities, I never went to a college tour. Wow. Um, I only applied because shout out to Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown sat down and he made me apply. Yeah. He's like, look, you're a smart kid. You have the grades. Yeah. Although, like, you know, education wasn't big. Like, I still maintained a 3.0. Yeah. yeah, At least bare minimum 3.0 through high school. Mm -hmm. But that's just because I can just do the work. Yeah. Um, So then you. So then now. You you have that one teacher who's who's pushing you like he's kind of pushing you yeah, to like well, yo he can by that see time I had two teachers pushing okay. me I had Mr Brown and Bethany White Turner okay um and they're pretty much like you need to apply to this you need to go to college there is no way that you're not going to college yeah um I I applied to schools um I got in um, to Prairie View A and M I wasn't gonna go though um, wow. and Prairie View A and M is a school in Houston Texas okay. 
Um, it's an HBCU actually, mm-hmm. HBCU in Houston, Texas, with the HBCU of Texas A and M. Um, so I got in. Um, I wasn't gonna go because, and the crazy part is, I wasn't gonna go because the housing fee mm-hmm. automatically was five sixty. Mm. And, and to a lot of people, that's not a lot that's of money. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot though. Yeah, for us, th- that was everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, man, yeah. I can't even afford to go. Yeah. Um, I kid you not, uh, Miss White Turner pulled me after practice one day and was like, um, and she handed me a check. And ha- her and three other teachers are standing by her. And, uh, and she was like, um, we're talking to you as your friend and not your teacher. Mm-hmm. You are going to school. Mm-hmm. And they paid for me to go to school. Wow. to to get like, So they get, wrote, wrote me that check. And it was like, we don't want anything from you just for you to be successful. Wow. Yo, there's... It's, it's so crazy, like, when we, like, look back, like, the people who made, like, one impact. It's one thing that, like, can lead to, like, just a turn of events that's so different, bro. Just bro, one thing. Bro, just one moment. One. That's all it takes, bro, for your life to change. Bro, my first time touring the school, <laughs> touring a school and touring that school was at the same time, and it was during orientation. Oh, so it was just. Bro, mind you, I got to orientation late. <laughs> <laughs> so so these teachers, like, they look out for you. So then you end up at, at that school, and you're at orientation. Yo, what's going through your mind? Because this is a culture shock like yeah, no other. Man, at orientation, it was funny because me, my brother Vernon, shout out to Vernon, RFP, um, and then um, Eddie, we drove down there. Um, we caught, caught a flat. Like, you know what I'm saying? We having a, just, so we just having a yeah. trip. Yeah. Mind <laughs> you, four hours. It's four hours from Fort Worth. Uh, we drive down Jeez. there. It's raining. By the time we get there, it's raining. I got to go catch up to the people that's already yeah, in yeah. line doing the tours. Um, so the whole time I'm just playing catch up. I'm not even yeah. thinking about where the hell I'm at. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to follow, find out where I'm going. Yeah. Everything like that. Uh, but it was big, bro. I wasn't used to like people. Yeah. Like a big campus. People really just look like they're having fun. You know what I'm saying? And Everybody you were by yourself it. for the first time. Like you didn't know anyone. Or did you yeah. go with uh, someone else? Well, my you? brother Vernon and, uh, and, and, and my boy Eddie, we was, they, they was with me, but they went and did their own thing. You know what I'm saying? They went on college and they just walked around and talked to all the okay. girls. Did they get into the school also? No, nah, they didn't go to school. No, no, okay, so that's what I'm saying. So it was like the it first. It was just me. Yeah, it was, it was just, just me. It was you going. Yeah, and, it was me just going. They was leaving. Regardless, they were dropping you off and they were leaving at some point. Yeah, regardless, they was, yeah. And it's just you. It was just me. Dang, so then how long were you on that campus for? Shit, I was on that campus for like a semester. <laughs> <laughs> they will happen. I had got a, I had got a, I talked to one of my boys, Carlos, that I grew up with. Uh-huh. Um, and me and Carlos used to get in trouble all the like we, I, look, I wasn't in trouble in trouble. <laughs> I made a few mistakes, but I wasn't like I wasn't just like, in tr- I was running the streets, yeah. but I wasn't like the hardest person on the block yeah, trying course, to get in course, trouble yeah. type of thing. Yeah. I just made stupid mistakes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but me and Carlos had grew up as well, um, and he was like, "Yo, if you could ever." come out here to New Jersey, would you come? And he pitched the school perfectly. Mm. I'm talking about, they should have they should have put that on their ad. K University, y'all need to hear my boy Carlos because <laughs> he had y'all 15, what? You, you like 30 minutes from New York, yada, yada, yada. It's all types of, yeah. all types of opportunities here. Yeah. Um, all that shit. So, so at the time. So you grew up with him and he went to K. Yeah. So Carlos moved to Texas when he was eight from New Jersey. Nah, some crazy. some stuff okay. happened and he okay. had to move back to New Jersey. Okay. And then we had lost con- uh contact for like 3 4 years. Yeah. Um and then he had hit me up out the blue. He was talking. He was like, "Yo, if you could, could you come down? Would you come down?" 
Like, hey, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I've always been that person to just take any opportunity yeah, I can crazy, get. Yeah, crazy, yeah. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't too worried about, like, moving to another state, bro. Because yeah. I've been by, like, I pretty much raised my, I don't want to say, I, I don't want to take credit for my aunt. Yeah, But, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at, at points, like, CJ could, I'm telling you, I brought CJ, man. Y'all, CJ could tell y'all, we was pretty much just raising ourselves. We was mm-hmm. learning everything we knew from yeah. like older kids like, like yeah, by the time yeah. me and cj was like in seventh and eighth grade yeah we were hanging with the high school kids and it was bad influences mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> horrible influences mm-hmm. so we really learned everything from them we learned everything from each other um yeah. that's a crazy like just term events for for you to like have one friend and for you to trust that friend enough to yeah be, like, i trust him enough to i will move across the country legit across the country and go away and like not only did you put yourself in like yo we speak about that all the time like you have to become comfortable with uncomfortable situations yeah, you do. that's the only way you become successful <laughs> in life and like way. you did that like many times and like many times there's so many times you know i had to take that leap and like put myself out there like yo i'm gonna be uncomfortable i know mm-hmm. it's gonna be uncomfortable put myself in that room there's so many times we've been in a, even me and you we've been in a room together and we're just like yo i'm so uncomfortable right now <laughs> like i just don't know what to do like we just gotta sit through it and like that's, that's it but imagine doing that for a long period of time so like not only did you come from Fort Worth, Texas, go to college at that, and that was an uncomfortable situation. And you're like, yo, let me come to Jersey. So I'm like, yo, what was it like after that semester? How long until then you came to Kane? Um, I, I transferred the next semester. So you transferred in, in I transferred the spring? Right, yeah. Or fall, whatever. I came, I, came t- I went to Kane spring 2015. Jesus, bro. So then you came spring 2015. Yeah. So then you landed on campus. What was that like man man i want to all right when i got to new jersey i'm like bro i was in a in a in a culture shock yeah but i was like this shit is crazy right is that a house on top of a building <laughs> like i'm you know what i'm saying like i'm pulling yeah. out everything mind, everything different yeah bro, my, mind you 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 feel me mind <laughs> you back in fort worth we had three three races it was either white black or mexican like that's, that's all it. we yeah. knew you know what i'm saying yeah. and I had to realize how ignorant I was, but not because, like, I just, um, I'm ignorant about choice, but I was ignorant because I just yeah. didn't know, bro, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not your fault. So, yeah. yeah, so, like, when I came here, I had to, I, had, I learned new new ethnicities, new races, yeah. all of that. Yeah. It was a culture shock, bro. I was like, Dominicans? What is a Dominican? Like, you know what I'm saying? A Puerto- I've never heard of a Puerto Rican. You just thought Spanish was Mexican. Bro, I just thought Spanish was Mexican. <laughs> Every, bro, everybody at the school was Mexican. <laughs> I kid you not, bro. It had Mexican pride. Everybody at school was Mexican. You see the Mexican black, and we had like three, four white kids. Yeah. So, the, what was your mentality like, like when you end up here and like you're only it's not only like what was your mentality like even from like you know you guys again giving credit to those already in your life, but what was it like like you know it's up to y'all to figure it out. It's up yeah. to you guys to figure it out. It's up to y'all to find your own way. But now you're finding your way through life as a whole. Like, what was your mentality like? No matter what, I gotta go get it. Was it still just pushing yourself, or just like I'm gonna go out and figure it out? My mentality all my life has been like, no matter what, I'm gonna be good. Yeah, that's how I always thought about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we 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 suffered like some of the worst things, and no matter what, I'm gonna always be good. Yeah, and that's the only thing I can think about. Like, I wasn't worried. I ain't worried about like you know what I'm saying. What I'm gonna do when I get there? You know what I'm saying? I'm always like in my head, like you know. Regardless of what's put in front of me, I can overcome it. Yeah. Because I've overcome so much, bro. I can't let like little things stop me. The little things. You know what I'm saying? I had plenty of chances to give up. Yeah. Watch that now. Yeah, that's that's so true. When you look back and like you're like, y'all made it this far. Like, yeah. Why the fuck would I stop now? No, for real. Like that's that's all it is. Like why would I ever stop now if I made this? There's far? There's no reason to you. stop. Yeah. Um. So then your mentality like shifted you to keep pushing yourself, just on like a daily grind. Like no matter what, I'm just gonna keep pushing and keep going. Yeah. 
what yo it's so crazy like when yo people really don't know like your story and like how no, like, they don't. when people look at like all right the path like okay that sounds crazy enough but not that you just like you're not just a college student like yeah. you really can the campus like establish a name for yourself made yeah. networking yeah. made a path for yourself yeah. and it became like you know the president i mean um yeah right yeah, yeah. i was president student body sga president um of the university so then like when you're at kane <laughs> how did you like you know develop a, a sense of like home for yourself and like this is where i'm at bro i i went to kane and i honestly was just me like you yeah. know what i'm saying like all my life i never changed who i was mm. um in the beginning sometimes i may be like a little more quiet but that's just because i got to get a feel from everybody like yeah. you know what i'm saying uh but i'm i'm really outgoing you know what i'm saying that's just my person i love to joke around i love yeah. to have fun and when i went to kane i didn't change that about myself mm -hmm. um the only thing i started to change was i worked on my attitude a little bit more mm. um i didn't i wasn't I tried not to be as aggressive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's something yeah. that college was teaching me. Like, mm -hmm. not to be as aggressive. I ain't got to snap every time. I ain't got to tell people to come outside all the time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All the kind of stuff like yeah. that. Um, so, when I got there, honestly, I got there and I started talking to everybody that was in, like, different departments. Yeah. And then I walked into the housing department. And I remember Grace was working. Shout out to Grace. That's my girl. Uh, mad cool, mad cool person. Uh, so Grace was working the front desk. Um, our um, director Maxie was in her office. Mm -hmm. I went to I went straight to the director, mm -hmm. um, introduced myself and everything like that, like that. Let her know um, I was new and all of that kind of stuff, because we needed to get housing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I also told her I was gonna be working in, in this office for her. Really? She ain't know though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I, I let her know that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's the person I was. I yeah. saw what I saw this job. Yeah. I talked to Grace. Grace is mad cool. I was like, I can work here. Yeah. I want to work here. I will work here. Yeah. Bro, kids, you know how I started working there <laughs> wow that's so crazy but you just have to have the confidence bro, like, you, that's uh, all you, bro, you have to have the confidence and you have to be you have to be real like you know what i'm saying like a lot of people go in there and they either say stuff that either make them seem cool yeah or they'll say stuff um to try to be big bad wolf you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. if you just go in there and be you mm -hmm. like what can somebody tell you yeah that's honestly true. what yeah. can somebody tell you yeah. like i'm me regardless you're gonna hate me you're gonna love me mm -hmm. um so that like that was one of the biggest things, and I think something that pushed me with that was that I had those people yeah. at the school that f that believed in me. Shout out to Jabril. Yo, Jabril told me when I was a freshman, he was like, "Bro, you gonna make noise here." Really? Off the back, off the back, bro. I had people that was already like juniors and seniors telling me how much of an impact I was about to bring. Yeah, yeah. So, so they were seeing things before I was even seeing it. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like, I always want to see like. Even, like, people here, like, you know, like, siblings or, like, you know, people are coming across. I'm like, yo, I want them to experience what, like, else, like, the world has to offer. Bro. Like, I want you to see that. Like, just, you have no idea bro, what no that Bro, no idea. No idea, bro. I had no idea what the world looks like. Yeah. You know, all the different cultures within the world. The you opportunities know what I'm saying? You All have. the different opportunities within the world. Yeah. Um, when, whenever I moved from that spot, that one stationary spot, mm -hmm. I, I began to be like, okay, you can really spread your wings. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not one place that I can't go to now. Yeah, yeah. That's true, because everyone, they, the one thing they can say about you is like, yo, Damien doesn't, he's not tied down to anything. Like, he's never, you're not tied down to anything. So, like, you can be anywhere at, at a given point in time and be like, yo, I got an opportunity here, I'm out. Um, and that's a luxury a lot of people don't have and even exactly. want to have. Exactly. A lot of people are like, no, I'm okay. Like, I'm comfortable here. I'm, I want to be in this place. Right. So then you look at it like, all right, I'm on campus. Mm -hmm. So then, like, and there's so much shit that's, like, in between there <laughs> that, like, we just, like, over or, like, go over past. We always can go back to it. 
but like, there's so, uh, so much in there that, like, yo, like, it's so crazy when I think of, like, just a kid from Florida, Texas, and then yeah. you're at Kane, New Jersey. Exactly. And, like, you made a way for yourself, and, like, what is, I guess, like, one takeaway and one, like, some advice you would give someone, like, going into college, like, you're the your first generation, or, like, you're going to somewhere totally different from where you've been mm-hmm. raised, like, what is some advice you can give back to them? Uh, I, I think the biggest advice is go there with an open mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to go there. A lot of people, like, especially like, when you're in saying front of a rough neighborhood, you want to go and bring that with you. You ain't got to bring that. It's college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we come to get an education. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't want to get that education, you ain't got to go. College yeah. not for everybody. Yeah. You know, most of my people didn't go to college. Yeah. You know, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But what I have to say, like, if you're going to go ahead and put yourself out there, put yourself out there. You know? And I, yeah. And, like, when I was an RA and I, I saw freshmen coming i saw them they wanted to be the big bad wolves you know what i'm saying yeah. they was cool they was too cool to do this too cool to do that yeah i'm like bro this is different than high school yeah you know what i'm saying in high school you can get away from being too cool not to do this or yeah. too cool not to do that bro you in order to be cool you need to do this <laughs> you need to do that you need to join do these orgs yeah yeah you need to get involved you need to learn people yeah you know what I'm saying that laid back to yourself quiet trying to mug everybody that shit don't work yeah to, to be honest it's just being yourself you know you know, you come from a, a background that's, like, it's rough and tough. And, like, no matter what, like, you were still yourself. You know, I come from a background, you know, that was I was in the streets of Philadelphia. You know, I was running around. But no matter what, I was always myself. Like, people would have these perceptions, I guess, of us. Mm-hmm. That, like, oh, they're calm, collected. They, like, they, you know, they dress a certain way. They right. act a certain way. They're educated, like that. But you don't know our past. Bro, you don't know what I, we had to go I through. I had somebody at school ask me if, if I grew up rich. <laughs> it's because I, cause I kind of dressed really nice, right? Yeah, and I used yeah. to, like... Even when we was in undergrad, I used to wear suits and things. Yeah. Um, but that was because, like, I noticed, I noticed when I went to financial aid dressed up, they talked to me differently than when I went to uh, financial aid not dressed up. Yeah. And that's, like, one of the biggest advice that I give to, like, first aid or first-gen students. Yeah. It's, like, when you're going to go talk to these folks, bro, be professional. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, C- yeah. Conduct yourself in a manner. Yeah. Because whether you like it or not, they're going to, they're going to, um, they're going to talk to you like you look. Yeah, yeah. They definitely will, and it's crazy. I've definitely experienced that. When you walk into some rooms, and, like, now they seem like I have a man bun or I'm tied up or something like that. Like, it's we always say, like, you know, black people have to work extra harder. We have you, to, we, you have to work ten times harder. You have to, right? So that we have to also speak highly. We have to we walk a certain way. You can't be bullshitting on campus. You're not okay. walking through campus and just fucking off. You can't do that. You have to be on your A game 100% of the time when you walk through. Unless you're in your room, you're chilling, stuff like that. That's when you can, like... It's kind of like your code switching, but your whole mentality, exactly, your whole body. Exactly. It's not just the way you speak. And um, I think that's the advice I would definitely give, too, is, like, when you walk into these spaces, always be true to you, mm-hmm. but understand the space you're walking into. Exactly. I've been in the I room, that's you know, the bo- that's big, yeah, bro. That's with big. the campus president. And I'm not going to sit there and talk to the campus president in a way while we're talking to my friend. Exactly. But I'm going to put myself in that fucking room to where he knows me on this campus. Right. I'm going to put myself with directors. I'm going to get to know these different people. Mm-hmm. But still be true to myself, but not sit here and just be lax go daisy. You know what I mean? I want to see. I want to make an effort and have passion. I think that's, like, one of the biggest things. Like, if you're just walking through campus and you're just going to class and coming home, like, you're not experiencing it. Bro, you're, you're not, not actually exper- doing it. And I used to hear a lot of people say, oh, this school is whack, this school is this, this school is that. But they just walked to class and, go yeah. home and went home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me, on the other hand, I had a whole different experience than they You did. make your experience. Bro, I had an amazing time, bro. Yeah. I had one of the best times in my life. Yeah. Um, But that's because, you know what I'm saying, I, I made it fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say about it's it's so funny when we talk about our, our grad school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, yo, I wish these students 
could get to see what like bro, a real college is. <laughs> I wish they could see that, bro, to get what a real college is. And again, I wasn't the biggest partier. I hated parties, mm-hmm. but I would go to chill vibes and kickbacks and chill with people and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I told you, like, I didn't go to my first fr- uh, frat party until I was frat, until I was Greek. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I went to my first uh, frat party. But like at the time, it's like I, I look and I'm like, yo, like there's so many people out there. I just don't get these experiences, man. And I wish that we can go back and like touch them and be like, yo, bro, take a chance. Just take a fucking chance, man. Like. Yeah. And that's w- with this podcast too. Like that's what that's all was for me. It was like, yo, just take a fucking chance. You know, you making music. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. At some point, it'll blow. At some point, something some will point, happen. Yeah. Something uh, will happen for you. Yeah. So what? My brother gonna bro. I'm telling you, my brother gonna bro. All it takes is like when you hear all these stories of like people becoming successful, and you know, I'm sure I can tap into a million of these people's stories. Like, um, they just met someone, did something for them, and then it took off their career. You know what that's I mean? It. They went a different way. So it's like. Those moments, those small moments, but, but it's all ch- about connections. It, but if you sit back and you're just like, "Yo, fuck this shit," I'm not doing anything. You'll miss your moment. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you learning? Who are yeah. you? You know what I'm saying? Like I was hosting pep rallies and things yeah, like yeah. that, bro. I got into, I got, uh, I got acquainted with DJ Wala. DJ mm-hmm. Wala was like, "Yo, you want this internship at Hot 90? You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just as, as, as things like I made connections and yeah. those doors just open. Open. Yeah, that's that's, that's all it takes. It just takes one. That's why, like, you know. I, I tell, like, people are, like, telling me, like, it gets frustrating when, like, you're not seeing numbers. When you're not seeing, mm-hmm. like, you're, like, yo, why is this shit blowing? Yeah, why isn't it going? Like, I'm putting in mad fucking time editing. You're putting in mad time writing and doing all this stuff. You're, like, why is this shit blowing yet? Yeah. But it's, like, when I look back, I'm, like, all right, who's successful in my field? Like, who is successful in, like, the working world? Like, to where, like, yo, I want to mm-hmm. become a university president. What are they at? Most times, like, 50, 60-year-old guys, like, I don't want to be that old, but like it takes a lifelong of learning. Bro, it takes time. It takes like, time. Everybody want to. I feel like everybody want to rush into success. You can't. You gotta love that process. But that's. I think that's today's age is like that. They like they. You know, people say like you know microwave rap. Like it's quick, fast, and ready. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is with everything now. It's like you know microwave success. Like because you know social media does that a lot. Like you get a small win. You're like, oh, I made it. Yeah, I yeah. I can kick back. Like yeah, I fucking yeah. made it. You like, get relaxed. Yeah. That's what happens. People get too relaxed. You can't be relaxed all the way up. Yeah, that's the that's. That's a huge, like, you know, lesson I'm learning right now. Because I can't say I'm, I've always been successful in what I do. But, like, I've always just, like, you know, been good at what I've done. And, like, it's it's going the right way. So right. seeing something, like, climb slowly, I'm like, shit, man. This, what's going on right now, <laughs> you know? Like, I got I to gotta keep pushing through it. Nah, for um, sure. Huh. Send my deposit, little bitch. All my little niggas, my socket, they robbing this shit. Take all you wanted and pocket it quick. The crib never left, I be liking this shit. The lifestyle I chose, I was brought in this. I never fold, that's what got me in this. I stayed ten told I was lost in this. Pass my little bro the Glock and he got an assist. The money be coming, I chase it. But it little bitch, cause she basic. My wife is snort case, she embrace it. When them folks is a kid, she can face it. I used to fuck hoes out of days in. Way long ago, I would've gave in. I only pop out on the all right guys welcome back um yeah so where we left off you know talking about their success and and a different path to take uh i don't want people to walk away also with like a thinking that we're saying the only way you can become successful is through college oh absolutely not and that's what this this podcast is not meant for that truly the true meaning behind it, and those we trust and like you know trusting those uh who come on and give you free game is like yo 
trusting in their own success. So, you know, I want to highlight, and I was talking about this with my little cousin, shout out to him um, in Texas, and I was talking to Just about, you know, where I want this podcast to go. And he was like, yo, would you ever have, like, you know, rappers on and, you know, basketball players, like, famous people on? And I was like, you know what's funny? Like, I don't. Like, I don't want to have these famous people on because they're not common people. Like, they're not the common people we see that are successful. I want to have people that are still trying to make it out the mud and made their successes. I want to have rappers who aren't at the height of their game and still on that grind. And, like, you know, this mm-hmm. is what it takes. You know, I've been able to make some money through, through you know, making music and stuff like that and showcasing that ability and, you know, different people who have jobs of, like, yo, I work in school or, you know, yo, I, I work in finances. You know, I have a finance one coming soon. And... I want to showcase that. I want to mm-hmm. showcase there's other ways to make it besides, you know, when I would go into Camden and I would go and, and uh, do college fairs, every kid who came up to our table at Rowan, and I, I would do it for Rowan Camden, they're like, yo, do you guys have sports? Do you guys have football or basketball? And I'm like, yeah, we do. And it's I grew up playing sports, and I was that kid. I would definitely be that kid, like, yo, do they have sports? Oh, they don't have sports. I'm not going to that school. Like, I was that kid in high school, too, and I look back, and I'm like, that's a disadvantage of me mm-hmm. that I had that mentality. So when I would go, I would be like, yeah, man, we have sports, but you know what was best? You could come here and not pay a dime. Oh, That's 100%. even better. That's what, like, what you mean? I'm like, yo, let me tell you. Let me give you a game of da 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 And I'm a college student, so I'm giving that to them. Mm-hmm. And I would, it would pay me when I would see these kids and be like, oh, y'all have basketball? Please, I'm going to Kentucky or some shit. I'm like, bro, come on. Bro, I paid, a one, I paid one year of college. Yeah, that's it. Out of pocket. Yeah, and there's so and much. And barely out of pocket. And there's so many ways to the, finesse the, the game. The rest, housing, all of that been free. Yeah. Like, from, like, sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Into after grad school. Yeah, there's so many different paths that like we have in the in the college route. But don't think that we're saying the only way to make it yeah, is not, college. Not at all, it's just at all. the people that I know have taken that route with me. So like I, I want to bring them on, like give that game back um, to the youth and to to all those out there. Um, so when we were talking about success and in, in different ways of making it, was there ever a time to you like, like yo, I can't do this. Like I just like I'm not up to par for this. Oh, a hundred percent. So, so, are we talking like in college? Yeah, in college or yeah, whatever, in, whatever. Bro, Any in college, stores? I remember, <laughs> I remember sitting in class, bro, and they're talking about things that I had no idea what the hell they talking about. You never learned it. Uh, I never learned it, bro. Yeah. I never heard of it. Never learned it, bro. But they will talk to you like you do. Yeah. Um, and that's what one of the things that I would love to one day implement is a transition for under uh, for first-gen students into yeah, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they have a lot of transitions into college, but they don't have a, a specific transition for first-gen students yeah, into college. Yeah, but yeah. we talk to them about financial aid. We we go over different things. That, yeah, that's right. And I, did, I tested out of all of, like, they do something where they put you in immediate, like, Math classes, reading classes, mm-hmm. if you kind of need those yeah. skill sets. Oh, I, I, I took all those But I, I tested <laughs> out of all of those, right? Yeah. So I didn't even go in being able to get into those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when I was in class, they were still talking about stuff that I had never heard of. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, like, what? this is a disadvantage to me. Yeah. Can I do it? Yeah. Um, and I think that those were some of the, the things that came through my head when I was, like, a freshman. Yeah. Is this really for me? Yeah. You know, like, am, is this something that I can continue to do? And I was so close. I was like, man, fuck this. I can go back to the hood yeah. and feel good about oh, yeah. myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, because you feel like that's where you're happy. You're at that's, home, why, right? that's why I knew, like, I was good there. Yeah. I didn't have to be the smartest person in the room. Dang. Yeah, so I definitely could say I experienced that in undergrad, high school, middle school. Grad school. school. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> and I can tell you, even in grad school, you know, like, I have dreams of, like, you know, wanting to get my doctorate degree in education, but, like, I can tell you a time like, and this was the first year, and I was like, it was when my, you know, my my building was crazy, bro. Chester was on one, 
I was going through stress <laughs> with that. I was stressed in school, you know, it's intro to research. You mean, huh? You you was in Chester? My first the first year. Yeah, I was in Chester. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I got you I got you and Khadija and Bill mixed up. Oh, yeah, she's seven. Um yeah, so I was in I was there and I was I just couldn't handle it. I was like, yo, why am I not being able to succeed? You know what I mean? Like and I stopped by um Lee Kim's office and there she was like, Dang, like you good? I'm like, Yeah, I'm just all this work, I got a paper, I got this you know, it was just it was one of those days where it's like everything's everything jungled up, right? Up, yeah. So I'm just like, yo, and I'm like and it's not a short walk from there to uh what what's our hall, whatever, the whatever hall, the education hall that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um so it's right there, you know, like yeah. Chesapeake to that is not far. So I remember taking that walk onto like a long ass path. I was just taking I was walking the path. No one ever walks like the long Nobody path. Nobody ever walks that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm walking the path and I'm just like and it's like a rainy, gloomy day and I'm just like, yo, bro, like I think I should just drop out. Like, nobody would even look at me differently. Like, I just can't handle this right now. Like, I just don't want to – I can't keep up with the writing. I can't keep up with the, the research because the professor was just on my shit, bro. All the, the time, bro. The professor was on me. Like, he was like – he would talk about writing like it's equations. Because we went to a research-based institution. Yeah, so it was just fucking me up. And I'm like, bro, I don't get this. And, like, the first day of class, I was like, I don't get what you're saying. And he was like, you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I, after that, I was like, fuck this guy. Like, this guy doesn't understand me. I'm sitting mm-hmm. here putting work. I'm the only nigga taking notes. No one else is taking notes in the class. Everybody's right. just looking. I'm taking notes, and I'm walking to class, and I'm just like, I can't do this shit, bro. Like, I think I'm really thinking, like, all right, like, I, I need think it's time to just drop out and then fucking find my other way. And I get to the classroom, and it was one of those days where he like canceled it, the class, not in person for two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. So I sat there, and like, no one's there. So me and another girl, and then we're just like, yo, is class canceled today? So we look at the schedule, and it's like off for two weeks straight, and nobody's like on off, on off. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, look, bro, like. And, like, God, like, slapped me in the face. Like, you're like, yo, like, take a break. Like, I, like, you have a break. Like, take this time. Go back to your dorm. Go to the gym. Like, mm-hmm. figure it out. But, like, look at that, bro. Like, I was so ready to give up even just walking to class and then class was canceled. And, like, it was just a breath of, like, Fresh chill air. out, bro. Yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. chill, calm down. Like, get your wings on you. Like, figure it out and, like, implement the plan. But it definitely was, like, the most stress I've, stressful I've no, ever been within that first year. It, First semester, I got two Bs, bro, and I was like, "This is not for me." Yeah, right. Because <laughs> Bs in college, then they're a B. Yeah, B in B in grad school is like a C. Yeah, it's like you on the, you on the edge. That first semester, you can't that, get a C in grad school. By the way, if you didn't know, that was no. I, I, thank you, Wagner. I took another B in your class to grad uh, at the end of graduation, but that was like the first. Like I had two Bs in the semester. And I'm just like, yo, bro. Nick told me I can't even get you, like, you shouldn't get bees. I'm just like, yo, and bro, I, those bees really felt like bees. Bro, man. it felt like bees because everybody around you got, like, Eight. 3.9, 4.0s. Yeah, like, everybody. I'm sitting here with two bees? Come on now. <laughs> I, I know I'm not, I know I'm supposed to be here. And, like, my only goal going in was, like, yo, I want a 4.0. I was like, I can get a 4.0. I can get a 4 bro, I just wanted to, pat, bro, I just wanted to get through the grad school. <laughs> But like once, once I started like seeing like okay, I can actually do this. Yeah. And then yeah, I got yeah. those two Bs. I was like, man, maybe I can't because it was di- it was it was a struggle for me that first semester. That first semester, it's a, it's a change, and you know, like I definitely like it, it wasn't just that that intro research class. My first ever paper I turned in, um, and amazing <laughs> you professor, got red. amazing professor. I love her to death. You know mm-hmm. who? I'm, um, what's her name? Heather. 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 I love her I love too. Heather. Heather. Um, you know, she gave me a D marked up red right and i'm like oh oh snap i never got a d on a paper in college never like uh-huh. professors were, were at least giving you a c at least at least a c <laughs> so i'm like wait what the fuck like what did i just do bro so i'm sitting there looking like everyone left the classroom it's just me sitting there looking at my shit and she came back and she's like what's going on Malik? are you all right i'm like yeah i'm never like i don't know why i did something bad 
all my citations were fucked up. Everything was <laughs> fucked up. My citations were awful. Everything was, it was my fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was like, damn, I don't think I could do this. Like, if I can't just write, then exactly, I, bro, I'll that's what I'm saying, me. bro. And you know, we wrote, we wrote all the time. So yeah, but it wasn't to that that standard. Yeah, like our standard it wasn't, wasn't held to, yeah, to that high. Exactly. And you know, I, I I spoke about this in my on the last podcast about like. If I stayed in the one neighborhood that's a predominantly white neighborhood, it's a high class school system. If I stayed there, I don't believe that I would have they would have held me to a higher standard to achieve what I did in life. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that. And like no matter what, it was like okay, I may have become from the, these backgrounds, but the standard of me has to be higher. And a part of that is definitely my dad. Like I was mm-hmm. blessed that you know had my dad and mom in my life, but my dad helped me to like, yo, why would you? Why would and like I talked about this too. Like you know. He would get mad at me if I get a B. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dad, why are you mad at me? Like, what would you do in school? He was like, oh, I got C's. And I'm like, so why the fuck are you going at me if you got C's? And he was like, why would I hold you at a standard that is, is not great? Yeah. Like, your standard should be up here, bro. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, let me figure this out. Let me get on my grind and keep pushing. Um, But, like, was there a switch that turned for you of, like, okay, okay, now it's, like, super time. You know, like, I made the tradition. I'm here at Kane. I became SGA president. But, like, I gotta go get it still. Like it's so weird. Like you know, the path isn't mm-hmm. done. Like we still yeah. are just like chugging, still bro, chugging, it. chugging. I think I was getting ready to graduate, and um, I had, I was really close. I was really close with the vice president of student affairs. Okay. Um, so she really wanted me to go to grad school. She was like, "Damien, I can get you a McCain." Yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, and I started thinking, like, man, if I could go to school for free, and I had the opportunity. Yeah. Why not take it? Yeah. You know, so Maxi, uh, the director of housing, kind of hit me up. He's like, hey, do you want to go to Mapsy with us? Um, and Mapsy is where we kind of got those grad positions. Mid-Atlantic yeah. Placement Exchange or something. Yeah. She's like, would you go? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> Stay, yeah. You really just stay at a hotel, get away stay from school. Stay at a hotel, you know what I'm saying, look <laughs> nice for another hotel. job and everything. Yeah. Go to school again for free. Yeah. I was like, man, why not take that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm already a first-gen student. Like, why not keep going? Keep going. Why not? So, yo, what the fuck? So, not only did you not want, like, you didn't have a thought about going to college. Someone pushed you to college. Yeah. Not only did you not have a thought of going to grad school. Someone pushed push you to grad school, yeah. Like, what's the odds? Like, how, bro? Yo, it's the people around you, it's right? It's the people around It's the people around I, you. I think they, they've been able to see something that I haven't been able to see. Yeah. Damn, yeah, and, I, and, and, you know. I think one thing in life that I took um, and ran with is that, I, yes, you shouldn't listen to everybody. Yeah. But you should listen to everybody. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't have to agree with what you say. 100%. But I man. think it's, it's fair enough for me to hear you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're saying some shit I don't even like. Yeah. You know, you tell me how I'm, I'm this and I'm X, Y, and Z and I yeah. ain't shit here. Yeah. You say, I, it may be some truth in what you're saying. I always, I say the same thing, like, within, like, you know, I have conversations with my dad and family. I'm like, I don't agree with 100% what you say, but I'll take bits and pieces. Yeah, I'll take bits and pieces from it. You exactly It right. may be exactly something it. I need to work on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think we get so caught up in, like, we and ourselves and our mind, bro. We be thinking, you know, I'm this. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm great at this. I'm yeah. perfect at this, you yeah. know? Like, we, we want to believe we're, we're great people all around. We're yeah. not. You, you don't fuck up. You, you'll fuck up. You have your punch <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, You're fine. not the best person in the yeah. world, but no one is, bro, and that's, yeah. what, that's the beauty of it, right? Yeah. And I think that's where it's important to kind of listen to people around, because honestly, believe it or not, they're going to tell you, uh, they're going to tell you what they what they see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And ju- I'm sure 
He gonna keep it real with you. He gonna, gonna tell you. They gonna keep it real. That's how you always need at least still talk Kobe. Bro, those you people need people to keep it real yeah. with you, bro. And I only love hanging around people that's gonna keep it real yeah. with me. Yeah. Like if I'm falling off, if I'm not, you know what I'm saying? If I'm fucking up, if I'm not in order. Yeah. You know something wrong? Talk to me. Tell me what's going on. Someone gonna tell you, yeah, you want some bullshit. You know what right I'm saying? Now, check me. If I'm yeah. if I'm fucking up, check me. Yeah. Facts. That's, that's it's always good to have those type of people in. Um, damn, bro. Like, is there anything else you think we we missing out on on on? I thought we gotta do like a part one, two, three, four on your story. Like, I would love to document, like you know, stay on document. There's this podcast I watched called um, uh, damn, what's it? I can't think of it right now. But um, he he detailed Joey Diaz. I don't know if you know Joey Diaz. He's a comedian, but he has mm-hmm. a crazy life. Like yeah. he has like part sixes, all these parts of like crazy. his life. So we definitely gotta document that and put that on paper, man. Um, but yo, there's been a bunch of shit that's been going on in the real world. And I oh, feel much. like we haven't talked about that on this podcast at all. We always talk about, you know, past and where we're going, stuff like that. But we haven't talked about, like, you know, what's going on around us and, like, the world, like, entertainment, fucking, you know, politics and like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's been catching your eye, like, lately? Really, really, really. What's been catching my eye is Fort Worth. Yeah? Yeah, bro. Um, I'm I'm not there. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was going to say, you, you have... Not that you have to, but you have to go back and give back. Like, like. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, to. I have to. No, yeah. I have to. 100% yeah. I have to. Um, and I'm not there often. You know yeah. So I try to just tap in every once in a while, see what's going on. Yeah. Um, And it's really just under, you know what I'm saying? All my loved ones there. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I always got to watch out what's going on. But I think I have a question for both of you guys then. Uh-huh. Um, What is a misconception of your state and, like, your, your city? That the outsiders would would think is going on. Shit, we Dallas. Uh, <laughs> That's what they always think. They always gonna think we Dallas. Now yeah. we not Dallas. Yeah. We not Dallas. We not Arlington. We are Fort Worth. Yeah. Right? So it's like Fort Worth, Arlington, Dallas. Okay. Um, Arlington. You know what I'm saying? They want to be hood. But when you fly into Dallas, they say Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah, because it's a metroplex. Ah, okay. okay. It's, it's it's all one big, but we're all separate. So okay. it's the F, uh, DFW. Okay. That's yeah, what it's that's called. What's the that. DFW, yeah, yeah. Dallas, Fort Worth. Okay. But we're Fort Worth portion. We're not okay. Dallas. You know what I'm saying? And they kind of mix it. So if you're not from like, shit, if you're not from like DFW, you're going to pretty much slump, um, put together, put us all together okay. in one and we not. Okay. Is there anything else? A misconception? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like like that um that Atlanta type of mindset. You know how Atlanta. No, nah, nah, we don't. They're not working together out there. Damn. But and and that's the something else that I was gonna bring up. Why when you asked me what was on my mind, that's on my mind, right? Because yeah. um, Fort Worth is Fort Worth can be a really grimy place. Right? Yeah. And people don't understand that. Like we have people get killed every day. Yeah. Every every day we know people that get yeah. killed. You know what I'm saying? Somebody we knew yesterday got X'd out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we know people that get killed all the time, right? And yeah. um, one of the biggest things is, like, people that's, like, upcoming artists, like, they're getting X'd out as well because it's competition. They don't want the competition. Everybody kind of just want to step on everybody's toes. Mm. And so they don't build together. Yeah. They kind of just do it. And even, if it, even not even in, um like, the music industry, just, like, in re- everyday life. Yeah, every life. There's somebody trying to get you. Yeah. If they see something that you, you got, they yeah. will try to get you. I kid you not, sorry. Yeah. 
there's that envy, all, like bro, that there, envy. Bro, everybody rides around with, a, with with some type of pistol, bro. Everybody yeah. rides around with some type of gun yeah, yeah. because there is somebody that's standing there that's ready to kill you mm-hmm. for whatever you have. They don't, bro. They don't care what it is, bro. My cousin got killed over two dollars once. They don't care what it is, wow. bro. They if they want it, they gonna try to get it as yeah. best as they can. Damn. And if they have to kill you in the process, it's just what they gonna do. Damn. You know what I'm saying? They have like, like especially the young kids that's coming up nowadays. Like yeah. me and CJ's going up, bro. We learned. Um, we 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 all fought a lot, right? That yeah. was like our biggest thing. Like when we heard of a murder, like we was like, damn, they got killed. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know they was gonna get killed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, but now it's like, oh, they got killed. Oh man, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 so norm. normal. Yeah. It's so normal to see people yeah. get killed. Yeah. How you think you break that? It's, a, it's such a it's such a hard thing. That's that's the thing, bro. Yeah. You, we there's not way I can break it alone. Yeah. No, no, yeah. of course, of course. Not I, I think yeah, yeah. It, I think if we wanted to break it as a as a, like yeah. a um a city, yeah, we would just have to. See, and that's the hard thing because we taught growing up. You're taught prison rules, really? right? What but, do you mean by that? So you're growing up around like I didn't have a father figure, but the people that was around were like the drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? So we had to look uh, look okay. up for those people who were yeah, there, yeah, those yeah, male yeah. figures that was yeah. there. But they had they're they're in and out of prison, they're in and out of jail. Oh shit! You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're selling drugs. They, you know, but those are the influences, the influences we see. Yeah. Dang. Um. So. So. Like. When we're. When we're talking to them and everything like that. One of the biggest things that they're teaching us, bro. They're teaching us all of these prison rules. If somebody does this, you have to do this. Yeah. You have to be able oh, to okay, do this. Okay, you got to stand in that square and fight yeah. like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're getting raised to be animals. We're not even getting raised to be kids. Yeah. We're getting raised to be the toughest things walking because yeah. you have to be. You have to be. You have study. to be tough. It's a kill to be killed, bro. You had it was like survival of the jungle, bro. You yeah. have to be the tough. You have to be tough in order to survive, because once they see a weakness, they pick on that. Yeah, like that's they. they uh, Midnight's with the game. I don't know if you watched that podcast. It's Philly, it's Philly dudes. Um, they asked King Law, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, how do you stop all that? everything's going on in Chicago? He's like, yo, until a side wins, there will be no like no change. Like there, there's no change to it. Um, but you know, I was talking about uh this with with one of my I think I believe my line brothers. And we were talking about just the cycle, like mm-hmm. the cycle that you live in. It's what you see. Oh no, I was talking to someone with uh, with Cat, and we were arguing about like you know people how they make it out, like how hard it is to make it out, and how's the cycle. And she was like, "Can you blame the cycle, or you blame the people you're around?" And I was like, "The environment is what establishes a person to see what they if they if if I see a line of my generations of family, if I see my grand my mom, my grandma." And then all my aunts, all they do is either on their own Section 8, they don't work. Mm-hmm. We live in the smallest apartments. We're in the apartments or in the hood, in the trap, whatever like that. And then everyone around me either works like a little fast food, nine to five jobs. What do I think I can do in life? Bro, that's exactly what you think you can do in life. So exactly. So I was like, the and the environment and everything like that plays into that role. But it's those influence that come in. And I was talking about, like, you know, it's an influence. It just takes one moment because we were at, like, some fancy-ass restaurant in Philly. And that's what brought it up in these these girls probably, bro, had were probably like maybe freshman or sophomore in high school, and they're in the same restaurant as us. This is my fucking first time at a restaurant like this, <laughs> and I'm what twenty fucking four. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, imagine if I took those kids and I brought them here. What that would open their eyes to? That can change them forever. Change, they can be like, for I'm gonna strive to do that. I'm gonna strive to where I can come to these places and eat this every single day. Yeah. 
the fucking every plate was more than two hundred dollars just to eat there. It, it was crazy. The bill was crazy, but like those kids are just eating in there. I won't be there. <laughs> it was for it was only for our anniversary. We ain't doing that. I just want a regular night. <laughs> Cap, he's lying. As soon as he gets home, he's getting punched <laughs> in his face. Cap. <laughs> so, yo, so it was crazy. I was like thinking about that. Like, yo, what do I like? What those experiences those kids don't have, like that can change them. Like they don't see that. And I, and we were going back and forth about like you know the environment change and how to take them kids out of that. And like for you, it was that it was somebody either around you showing you something, or it was you know you got taken out of that environment and put into another environment. And look what happened, bro. Because I promise, that, like there was no no reason for me to go to like, and I I complete a hundred percent agree with you, bro. Because okay. there was no reason for me to even go to college. Yeah. Because I didn't know anybody else that yeah. went to college. You know what I'm saying? You didn't like, even think about. Going I didn't to think about, bro. That cro- college never crossed my mind. Yeah. It wasn't a thought. Like, like for what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the reason to go to college? Yeah. I ha- I don't know anybody that ever went to college. Environmental influence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I think that I think representation is also important as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Who do you see in college? Yeah, I can see on, look on TV, but those are white men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. White women. Or you just see you know the sports players. Oh, a sports player. You know what I'm saying? I don't play sports. Yeah. I played a little basketball, but shit, I was never good enough to go to yeah, to yeah, go facts. to the NBA. Facts. So that was never even across my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't a I wasn't a rapper. I couldn't rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was a horrible drug dealer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at all of these possibilities, and I'm seeing what I see around me. And I'm like, shit, can't none of these things work. <laughs> I feel the drug dealer. I, I feel that basketball. Shit, I was horrible at drug dealing. <laughs> I couldn't do that that well. <laughs> shit, I quit basketball. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was like, man, ain't nothing much left, bro. Yeah, ain't nothing much left. It went now, yeah. So yeah. when somebody broke up that idea, I was like, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, you know, like, those influences too, like I swear I, <coughs> I sold, I sold weed. I think I talked to this about my dad watching Mad as Hell. I don't know, but I sold weed in high school for like a week and a half, a week and three days, and we were doing it right. We were making money, you know, selling to all the white boys and everything like that, right? We were making like flips, easy flips, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "This is too stressful, bro. I'm worried about driving. Bro, stress I, was as like, hell. I don't got time for this fucking stress, bro. I'm stressful sorry. As hell. I'm in school, like I'm getting ready to go to college, and like I don't need to stress about this shit. Like it's mm-hmm. not worth my time, and. Again, that goes back to like knowing yourself, be you, bro. bro I was like, I'm not being me. Like when people ask me, like, do you drink? I'm like, nah. Do, like, do you smoke weed? Nah, I don't. I'm sorry. Like, it's just not me. Right. But do I hookah like hell? Hell yeah. But like, I hookah like hell. <laughs> yeah, but that's me. But like, I I learned to like you know learn like yo, that's not me. I don't do those things. Mm-hmm. You can't force me to do those things. You oh, hundred percent, bro. When I started, <laughs> when I thought I was selling drugs, yeah, it it wasn't very long before I knew like I was not. It was like eighth grade. I did it with yeah. my boy Carlos. Um. Damn, statue of limitations, right? Right. Like, how long ago was that? <laughs> JK, I didn't do none of that JK, shit. JK, JK, JK. But if I was, <laughs> just know I was, I, I was, was I was letting shit go for like iPod, iTunes, <laughs> anything, bro, anything, bro. Hey yo, Damien, hey yo, Damien, I got, I got this iPod shit. Say you no worse, more. You worse than Smokey, bro. Bro, I'm worse than Smokey, bro. Worse than Smokey. The only, pro- the only thing is I didn't smoke my own product. <laughs> But shit, you would have gave me a few more months. <laughs> and y'all about to have a few more months. That's hilarious, bro. I've been blowing down on that dude, boy. <laughs> if I did it. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think what, what's been on my mind. I guess uh, really this, uh, you know, like just just the, the journey, I think, that's been heavy on my mind, you know, you still know, trying to find a path. I Bro, I completely feel that. Um, and I think... One thing for me is when I started to realize, um, I didn't know I, w- I went through trauma until I learned what trauma was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's big, right? So 
uh, whenever I got into college and they started teaching us about, you know what I'm saying, the trauma and what it does to you, yeah. I didn't understand why I felt ways that I felt and yeah. why I acted the ways I felt mm-hmm. I did um, until I realized, like, you know what I'm saying, I dealt with trauma. Yeah. So I ended up um, starting a book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, you been talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing I'm doing a whole series, right? Yeah. So I'm doing the whole the Heart of a Failure series. Okay. Um and, and the Heart of a Failure, uh that series name came out because um we we tend to look at failure as as something that's horrible. Yeah. But I think failure could be like one of the biggest things that, you know what I'm saying, you learn like you learn from. Yeah. Uh because you learn what you did right, you learn what you did wrong. You learn yeah. to not do that shit again, mm-hmm. right? Um so we're doing, um, and also with that, you know what I'm saying, we're dropping some things with mental health and things like yeah, that yeah, yeah. to kind of combine all of that. Because w- when we go through trauma, especially as black people, uh, we we don't look at, you know, therapy. We also don't even like look at that. trauma. We look and at we it as, yeah, like, we it don't, just being yeah, black. We ju- yeah, we just look yeah. at it as obstacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what yeah. we call trauma. We just call them obstacles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We go through ups and downs. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it, I realized that it don't have to be that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, like some of the things I was going through and and when when I was young, I didn't have to mm-hmm. go through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was a kid and we were sleeping in cars, I didn't have to sleep in cars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but growing up, I thought, man, shit, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, we just, yeah. we just got to make it out. Yeah, there's definitely, out. there's definitely those traumas that we just don't talk about. And like, mm-hmm. we just keep pushing it. It can, it can like bog you down. Like it can just get so much, it's so heavy on you that mm-hmm. it just makes you explode or you don't even know how to deal with these feelings and, right. and go about it a certain way. And, I think that's important. Like, you know, people even talk about, like, I know the big thing is, like, everyone needs therapy. And, like, the big thing is, like, everyone has something wrong with them. No, but it is good to just, if if you don't believe you need to go to therapy, you still have therapeutic ways. You know, you still exactly. talk to somebody. Talk you to have someone. someone to lean on. So those are therapeutic, you know, ways of going about it. You know, oh, someone has, you should you need someone to, to be able to rely on to talk to real in 100, mm-hmm. 100% of the time. And I think that's one of the things that, uh, a lot of us don't have, and right. and and just having a th- there's nothing wrong with talking to therapy. No one needs to know, so yeah, it exactly. is what it is. It's, it up, is to, it's up to you. You ain't got to tell nobody. You know I mean? Don't tell nobody. You ain't yeah, tell nobody. you don't have to. Um, but damn, yeah, I don't I don't know what's really been heavy on my mind. I think just taking this journey and like you know you get to a certain age, you're like, yo, I def- I expected my life to go this way, and it and, and it doesn't. But like I expect at least to be at a certain point in my life, and it's hard to sit back and you may look at yourself like a failure, or like I didn't make it to a certain point, but like. You gotta kind of live in that, like again, like that, mm-hmm. that the mud. You have to live in the mud and, and be okay with that. Yeah, a hundred percent, bro. Like I, I, that's something that's been crossing my mind. Like, yeah. I, am I where I wanted to be at this time? Yeah. You know, and I think a big part of that was social media. So, so social media, yeah. really started blowing my shit when everybody became rich. Well, hey, where y'all get all that money without me? <laughs> Why ain't nobody call me and tell me what the place was? These PPV loans, bro. Them PPV, <laughs> ain't nobody call me and tell me nothing. Yeah. Right. Uh, when people talk about social media, like how it's like the influence it has, you know, like someone uh, that whatever was on Netflix a while, it was like it's what you're seeing is everyone's good day, yeah, or a good moment, yeah. You know what I mean? So 100%. it could be like, damn, everybody's living a great life. Everybody's like, rich. No, no one's gonna sit there and post their sadness, yeah, on, on social media. If they do, everybody's like, yo, this man crazy this as hell. Man, yeah, this man Something wild. wrong with this boy. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, when I look at that, I'm like, yo, that's just your good moment you're having, mm-hmm. and like. It's so it, it can become so hard to be like, yo, this I thought I could, you know, be driving this car, I'll be having this type of money in my account, things like that. And we become you become competing with stuff that's not real. That's not like, real. It's not bro. fucking that's, real. That's the crazy part, bro. <laughs> it's like we wanna believe 
like we get on social media and we look at these people having these luxury lives. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like everybody's happy, everybody's yeah. traveling the world, ain't nobody going to work, and mm-hmm. you just thinking like, what in the hell am I doing wrong? Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. We're, man. But we're living in a fantasy, yeah. bro. We're just yeah. living for social media. You don't know how many people out there renting jets to take pictures in, or like just take the pictures, just like the room of a jet. Yeah, home. like come on now. I saw now. that too. Yeah, I saw that. Um. Damn, man. But regardless of, of wherever it may be, the questions or, like, you know, where we're at in life, we just have to be appreciative for life in general and for, like, where it's at. Imagine when we were kids where you never even thought you would be here in life, regardless. Exactly. You know, it's, it's easy to be like, damn, I wish I was there without appreciating and forgetting about, you know, where you thought life would be. You never picture this. Mm-hmm. I could say I, I can never picture where I'm at right now. I was just thinking, like, all right, I'll be in school doing something. But I never picture what my life will actually become. So, like, we have to look back and, like, say, like, I appreciate what life is now and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that we may have left out, bro, that you can sense? Sixers, y'all fucking blew it. That's one thing I could definitely <laughs> hey. fucking say. Sixers fucking blew it. I'm I'm starting to become a Trey Young hater. I don't know why. Yeah, Trey Young was wilding. I just don't like this little nigga. He don't push us on our court and son, shit. I son was wilding though. I don't know what's good, bro. Son type quick. I would have tripped him. <laughs> son type quick. Boy, I would have tripped that little man. <laughs> well, hell no. Nah, you're not about to embarrass me like that. Yeah. <laughs> Is it all right? So you know, what? I want to leave it on like a um a positive note within that um. You know, this regardless of wherever this podcast goes, you know, this is something that I can, you know, show my kid and, and it's like a document. It's, if anything, like I've been speaking, like it's a passion project of mine. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, it's going to be documented. It's going to be out there for anyone that wants to watch and even myself if I go back and watch. Um, but what is something you want to put into the universe and some goals you want to achieve? Something that I want to put into the universe is that you have to love that process, right? So, like, whatever you're doing, like, don't give up because someone told you something negative about it. You know, you know, when people told me things like a lot of people don't get me wrong. They told me great things, great yeah. positive things about how I can be successful. Mm-hmm. But so many people told me so many negative things too, bro. And like, really, what you have to do is that you have to like, just let that shit go over your head. Don't trip over it. You know, I yeah. stop once I stop like really wilding out over things people said. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let myself um, get mad and get irritated. Letting people get the best of me. Yeah. I started to see like. And that's all they wanted. Mm. All they wanted is that reaction out of me, and and for me to just prove them right. Yeah, that's yeah. That's all they wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by ignoring that, proving them wrong, you know what I'm saying. Doing yeah. what you just focus on you. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Love their process. Yeah. You know, if you out there making music, if you out there, you know, doing um, drawing, painting, whatever you're doing, making clothes, whatever it is, please just love your process. I promise you, it will pay off. Just facts, work. Facts, man. I really appreciate that. Um. Bro, thank you so much for oh, t- coming man, in, bro. You. I know that was a hell of a ride. It's been a while since I've seen my guy, and I yeah. really appreciate it. Love you. Still show from afar. Of course. Um, check my boy out on his Instagram as well. It'll be right below. Check also my boy that's in the crowd today. Check his music out. Yes, go follow. Go support and show love. Uh, I hope you enjoy the clip as well. Also, go check out In Those We Trust merch. Um, the link is below as well. Um, and go on the site. Support. We got our stickers. We got the pins to put on the caps. Um, and I really appreciate all those that have already supported. And thank you for tuning in. Um, and I can't wait to see you guys next time. Malik, can I say one more thing? Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Yo, shout out fourth quarter, man. Hey, go get that fourth quarter up here. Malik, thank you so much for having me on the of show, course. brother. It's been a pleasure. Of course, my guy. I appreciate you guys. Have a good one, yo. Yeah.